Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to my next guest. Ben is from uh, a strong racing background. I'd like him to tell us a little bit more about that soon. He's been uh, a good friend over at Club La Santa, one of the green team, um, solid triathlon competitor, coach, bike group leader, a source of amusement. He's a good all-round guy. I'd like to spend the next 30 minutes or so talking uh, with his background and plans for the future. Ben, um, hopefully that's not a bad introduction. Is that okay? No, that was a good one, actually. I didn't uh, actually know I had that much credentials. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've, 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 you're very modest. I only found this out recently, but you started triathlon an awful long time ago. When, when was your first race? actually did my first triathlon when I was 12, which would be now 33 years ago, Gosh. something like that. And you've, you've been um, up there. You've raced with the big guys for a long time. I mean, again, don't be modest. You you know, Simon yeah. Simon yeah, Lessing, um, Spencer Smith, you, Robin Brew, you've, you've been there. Maybe you were a junior when they were senior. Yeah. But you've been on some internationals, haven't you? Don't be modest. What, what did you do back then? Yeah, well, I, I kind of, my background came in from running internationally. Um, I was fortunate, uh, fortunate enough to actually swim as well when I was younger, but was told at a very young age that I would never be tall enough. So <laughs> kind of focused on running for a few years there and ran for Wales and, and GB. Um, and then this amazing thing called triathlon came along, ah. which uh, in those days was people cycling around with ice cream tubs and things on their heads. <laughs> um, took a shine to it very, very quickly. And uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to, to get onto the GB team at a young age, progressed through there, um, won a couple of national titles, probably top 10 world championships a few times. Um, I've got a world gold from team relay, I think, as well. From Amazing. Junior triathlon, I think that was Wellington. Um, yeah, so a pretty productive career, actually. And, and those years, I mean, I, I started looking at triathlon in the early 90s and didn't race until 97. But those are some golden years. There were some great battles. I mean, I've mentioned Smith and, and Lessing, um, but it was, it was a nice time to be involved in the sport. I mean, no disrespect to everyone that's racing and training now, but it's a very different sport now, isn't it? Those, those were golden years, as you referred to them, were the years where basically triathlon was very new, a virgin sport. Um, nobody really knew all of the technical and, um, how do you say it, there wasn't the technology in the sport there, so people were just training blind. Yeah. Some people were hitting it on the head and getting it right. You, If you were a very good runner, you could still come from behind in those kind of races. There wasn't the necessarily the all-out triathlon of triathletes at that point there was runners swimmers bikers all trying to come into this point um you mentioned spencer and simon lessing a few times now at the start they were probably what i would say would be the first specific triathletes that popped up into okay. this process i would say of, of the triathlon world as we see it now um you mentioned robin brew a brilliant swimmer olympic standard came into triathlon with a big bang and also used to have a big bang when he got off the bike and didn't run that well. So oh, I, yeah, hope, I, mean, I hope he's not going to listen to this. They were, they were different <laughs> people in the sport completely. So yeah, it was, good. it was a very good time. And it was a time when sort of individual sports people would find triathlon, you know, maybe swimming was, was not so, um, the crossover maybe was a little bit harder 
Uh, I always think ankle flexibility, uh, for the biomechanically, it was very hard for a swimmer to run well. But obviously, they, they often had good engines. But, but runners would find triathlon cyclists might give it a go. We've, we've had some Tour de France cyclists come through over the years and, and give it a go, been to Kona and so on. Um, but now we, it's a different breed, isn't it? Youngsters are growing up as triathletes, which is nice. And, and, and you're working at Club La Santa now. That must be different to, to sort of see youngsters growing up as triathletes. Yeah, I mean, as, as we referred to just now as well, I mean, the, the coming from individual sports doesn't necessarily happen anymore. People are coming. As long as they've got some kind of swimming background when, from when they're very young, I mean, this is something which you'll, you can back up on this one as well. Um, as long as they're coming in from that background, they can pick up the running and the cycling quite easily. Swimmers come into sport with a huge engine, uh, basically a foundation built for endurance sports. So they, that's a very big positive from there. What I necessarily see a lot more now is is um, the crossover effects from the sports. People are now coming and doing triathletes, sorry, are coming in and doing everything. They're able to cycle, they're able to run at the top level, they're able to swim with some of the yeah. best swimmers. So triathlon now I think is becoming a breeding ground for other sports. No. Whereas before it was uh, everybody came into triathlon if you weren't so good at other sports, kind of does, if that makes sense from the yeah, side. No, I... It's a, a, a key area now if you wanted to become a cyclist and, or you wanted to become an international runner or something. I think the triathlon side as a youngster is helping you a lot for that. Mean... When I was a young swimmer, um, I remember Spencer swimming, I think he was at a West London club, and, and then he sort of disappeared off the radar, and I think you're right. I mean, at a certain age, you, you know, swimmers were sort of advised or told, okay, well, you know, you've got to this level, that's probably going to be about it. I mean, fairly or unfairly, I mean, coaches couldn't really predict the future, but, you know, and, and maybe it was pressure from school, but and often we found triathlon because we weren't good enough. Um but then in the world of swimming, we always suggested youngsters should try all four strokes and then rather than be a specialist early on. So now if youngsters are growing up as triathletes, they can find swimming if they're that way inclined. They can switch to the bike. And a, a lot of triathletes have become, you know, who, who's our favorite young lady at Club La Santa? Tanya, she, from a yeah. triathlon background, then fell into pro cycling? Yeah, 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 I yeah. mean... A prime example there with Tanya, she came into sport, necessarily did very well, a very good swimmer, but probably never going to get that far. Um, then into triathlon, did as far as she could go in there, I think, and, and made the right decision to change over to, to cycling at the right point when women cycling first started to come into it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think um, decisions have been made, made very well. Um, I was fortunate enough to have the worst, most horrible swim coach ever, <laughs> so... That made my decision to, to drop out of the swimming club very <laughs> a lot lot easier at the time and also i i really enjoyed running i was i'm probably out of the three sports is what i'm best at if i could not be uh broken or injured in some way right but yeah i think this breeding right now of triathlon is is people need to look at this from a different perspective that it is actually bringing people into sports and top level sports in 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 a good way i think uh the triathlete, which is maybe going into another sport of, say, cycling or running, will be much more physically and biomechanically stable. Yeah. Because they'll have the, 
how do you say the call or the the balance and things from other sports as well maybe much more of a body strength or much more strong joints than a swimmer going into running for example you talked about them being quite unstable which is very very true um i work a lot with athletes on actually that specific point of making sure that they're stable when they come from another sport before they start maybe progressing to a higher level so it's something really good to think about there. Yeah. If you can't remain, I mean, you know, if you can't remain injury free, then, you know, that that surely is one of the most important things. And if you're unstable, if biomechanically lacking in some technical aspect, you know, you're, you, you can have the aspiration of going to Kona all you want. You might be able to run a marathon, bike a great time, um, swim well. But if you can't put all three together, with a strong foundation, remain injury free. It's and you, you, we've seen a lot of people on these camps, and they they train hard, but you know it's it's somewhere along the line it's going to break down. Yeah, um, this is something I think is probably the most important part of a, a coach or a training plan. Or I'm sure it's the same for you with swimming as well. Um, I think one of the most important things is, is, is consistency from, from athletes, especially. Consi it's really yeah, important good. that athletes remember that for triathlon, they're doing three sports. Um, at whatever level you're doing it, if you can become very consistent through swimming, cycling, and running, you're always probably you're always going to perform better than a cyclist who doesn't swim very well. Because that cyclist who doesn't swim very well is always going to be able trying to catch up. Or, for example, a runner who finds it very difficult to, to ride a bike skills-wise or technically-wise, you're always going to be playing those catch-up. Whereas if you're consistent in all three sports, you're, you're on a winner. Um, I, for me, the, with the athletes which I coach and work with, I've tried to specifically work on this lockdown process now on their weaknesses. Brilliant. Upper body strength, biomechanical strength, anything they could do at home. And, and that's really been my focus with the athletes' recently so, so they, i think a lot of people need to focus on those specific aspects otherwise they forget about that when they come back into triathlon after this it's going to be a lot more difficult for them yeah, so they exit they their lockdown exit is with a stronger foundation yeah i um, think that that's a very strong point to think of for yeah. those guys so we we um we've mentioned club lasana a few times now when did you arrive for the first time was it literally to start work or had you arrived with some camps first with, with club Santa. yeah Okay, this is a very, very long process. Um, <laughs> I actually went to the Club of Santa probably early 90s with my father. Um, luckily enough, my father's a running coach, as you and Dan, well, you guys are, are get on pretty well together. Um, I actually went the very first, I was probably about 14, 15 years old. Um, I won a triathlon when I was there, funnily enough. And then a few years going backwards and forwards with my father and the family, then, actually, I was lucky enough to be sponsored by Club of Santa when I was younger. Oh, I was wow. racing as a full-time athlete. Then, probably started working at Club of Santa with the sports side of things around the late, early 2000s, 2000, 2002, I would imagine. Oh, that long. And then that's... I've had an, a relationship with them basically on and off for 20, 25 years. I think that's the easiest way to, to look at it. And for me, it's, it's more than a second home. It's a, a place for me which I have very strong roots with and, and, and a lot of good, good memories from that place. So it's a great place. I mean, first and foremost, having 
the Iron Man there. There's something magical about the island. It's linked to triathlon. Um, you know, some people think of it as the Kona of, of Europe. Um, but, you know, without Club La Santa, there's, it's just something very nice on the island. I mean, the roads are fantastic for, for cycling. You know, the leisure facilities are remarkable. I mean, there's, as, you know, there's probably as many 50 meter pools on that little island as there are in London. It's remarkable yeah. how keen for sport there is, the, the appetite yeah. for sport. Sorry, don't quite catch the last part of that. It, one. Just that the appetite for sport on the island is remarkable, and then you add oh, in, I, you I add mean, in some. Lanzarote is a sports mecca. Yeah. Not not only necessarily. I know Club Santa has brought a lot to the island with the Ironman and triathlon in general. Um, <coughs> the volcano triathlon is still a huge event as well. Yeah. Um, Lanzarote has, has prospered or benefited from that in a massive way. There's now a massive trail running background. There's a huge amount of open water swimming races in the summer. I think I swim 10 races in the summer most years, open water <laughs> swim races. Um, they have a lot of small triathlons, a lot of mountain bike races. You know, it's become a very, very big sports mecca. Apart from the Club of Santa side of things, I think Club of Santa has been a huge influence and the Ironman on the island, but now it's, it's generated its own sports industry, should we say. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a, a positive, positive thing for the whole Canary Islands that is there. Ironman, I think, has a, a, a huge, a huge um, background there, and I think it's been... That, that race is probably Europe's biggest triathlon icon. I think if you if you can achieve the Lanzarote Ironman, you've achieved something in your triathlon career. So it's 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 a very big thing. That's brilliant. Um, and again, the, the you know there are there are similar facilities on other islands. So the whole you know people are, are recognizing the, the 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 good road conditions, the cycling, the weather. I mean, what what's it like to work there? Um, working at Club Santa is it's a dream job from the outside. <laughs> it looks like it. Wrong, it does. I absolutely love my job um to be able to to exercise every day and also to pass on the knowledge which i've learned over this 30 30 something years of doing sports is a is a great benefit to me and, and it's great i mean it's a pretty full-on job because we're open 365 days of the year of course people do sports 365 days of the year for 15 hours a day in club santa no matter what so it's it's a it's a brilliant place it's extremely motivating to be there as well to meet general public and different kind of coaches as well and, and different athletes while we're there as well it's a very very good place to be well i was going to say my next point was going to be literally um it puts you in a remarkable position to train with observe talk to you know novices intermediates to world champions to olympians you share facilities you know you you obviously take your lanes when you've got sort of internal lessons going on on pool deck with you will be great coaches from bringing clubs to poolside uh, to share facility i mean you know your knowledge base is 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 remarkable i mean you know it, the envy of someone from the outside looking gosh you get so much information just there yeah i mean for me uh, it's a place where i can actually learn something every single day every day um i i i love going to the gym for example to see what the paralympic athletes are doing um, you know, they're trying to have to think outside the boxes and their coaches are trying to look at things from a completely different perspective to what an able-bodied coach is doing. 
for example, you, we have a lot of uh, the national swimming team, Paralympic German swimming team, working at Club Santa quite a lot. For me to see them doing their core training or the specific exercises they have to do in the pool, maybe it's given us a, a new insight into how we can change things for able-bodied athletes as well. I, I've learned more in the, probably the last three or four years of being a club of Santa than I have in the 30 years. Just by mingling and mixing with different coaches and athletes, again, you can be able to pick up <clears throat> perspectives as well from, from novice athletes who may be something to me or to another coach which would be very simple. That novice athlete doesn't actually have a clue about what you're talking about. So it helps us progress very, very quickly, should we say, on a day-to-day basis, working at Club Los Santos as a coaching format or, or personal coach. It's very good. That's amazing. That's amazing. And and obviously that's all come together. Um, and obviously we're in lockdown now. You've left Lanzarote. Um, we were talking earlier about how we're possibly going to make things work again. I mean, obviously we're rethinking. And it's been a positive thing for a lot of aspects. Um, I mean, you know, I'm due to bring a group back in January. Well, and September's not going to happen. We're hoping for January. You know, so we're yeah. going to have to shuffle lane space, rethink. I mean, what's the club doing at the moment? And what are, what are your plans for helping, you know, socially distance the, the training groups? This is going to be tough, um, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we did briefly touch on this just before we, we started the podcast time. Um, from my perspective, I've spent the last few weeks in lockdown. And luckily enough, I was escaped to, to Manchester. Um, what I've actually been trying to figure out and, and work on is how we can run the camp camps as we've been running them over the past few years. Um, how do we get people into the pools with social distancing rules? How can we actually run groups of 40 people doing a triathlon training camp? Um, my perspective on this is it's a lot to work on at the moment. I think we, we need to look at things really deeply and, and follow a lot of rules in the future. But I think it's going to be bringing the, how do you say it, the disciplines into much more formats. So it will be one group swimming at a time while the other group is going cycling and then running rather than all of the camps being doing all the sessions at the same at the same time. So from my side of things, I think it will be a more positive because yeah. it's going to be a lot more smaller groups, which you can have a lot more contact with each athlete rather than it being a massive group process where we're just churning out miles. But on another perspective, the groups are probably going to have to be a lot smaller. So it's going to be a, maybe a lot more work for the coaches or, or group leaders who are, who are working there. I mean, um, as a, from Club of Sanders side of things, I can't really speak on, on how, how it's going to work at the club. But for example, 160 people doing aerobics class, I don't think it's going to be happening for a few more years yeah. down the line. But I mean, as coaches and athletes, you know, we're, we're not afraid of some hard work. And, and actually, as we've found and a lot of people have found that it, rethinking your processes, there's actually, you know, we've, we've made improvements to swimming at our lake um, just by thinking it through and being a bit more considerate, a little bit more savvy with time and being trying to be efficient. And it's actually improved some areas. So, you know, it's, it's not it's not going to be a bad thing. Um, you know, it's just new, exciting challenges, making the best of a less than ideal situation. I mean, it, it, it'll happen. You know, we're just going to have to cope with it. <laughs> we're not stopping yeah. sport, are we? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I actually think this is going to be a, a big, 
a big boost to, to people's actual one-on-one one-on-one time with coaches. That as I was saying, I, I can see the groups are probably going to be a little bit smaller and there will be a lot more formality to how we'll, we'll be doing things in the future. But I, for my side of things, I think it's a more positive way of looking at, at the situation. I think you, you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck, would you say, in, in this way from an athlete's point of view. Um, I, I'm not sure how literally how it's going to work in swimming pools and, and situations like that, but group cycling on the road or, or taking people for a run, there's a lot more opportunities to spread people out, whether yeah. it be in intervals or, or how, how you're going to set the session or set the structure up. Less, I think it's, it's all doable, but we just need to figure things out before it goes. So Less drafting on the bike's never a bad thing, surely, in triathlon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that even from your point, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I need it, gosh. <laughs> so, so this has all come together nicely after years of being an athlete, years of teaching, coaching, observing, and now you're bringing it all together into a new venture, Just Do Try. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so... Just Do Try has been something which has been uh, processed for, for quite a long time. I have been coaching privately and, and working through with athletes, some individually, as of specifically with sports, someone needed to improve biomechanically for running or cycling. I have an education as a biomechanic, so I'm very lucky from that side of things. I've worked privately with probably at least 20 full-time pro Ironman athletes. I've worked with two world champions. Um, I've done a lot of stuff with runners and swimmers as well for, again, thinking out the box of how they can improve and strengthen their bodies up. So over the last year or two, I've started to think about more of turning this maybe more into a business for myself. So out of this popped up what we call now Just Do Try. Um, And basically, I want to start to work more closely with athletes who are looking to improve in maybe yes we can do training programs and i'm looking to do that part of things but to, to improve them in specifics the, the areas where they're lacking in sport if they come to me and say i've got to this point i would like to to improve my my running in, in inside my triathlon so i think we can build a training program around those specific areas and, and swimming or running, whichever it would be for them, it could, it could come into it. So, yeah, I, I think it's um, a, a, just a, a little more focused work of looking into a training program in a specific way rather than just looking at all three sports in one go. And, and yeah, we haven't touched on this, but you've obviously got a strong background in bike fit as well. I, I, I've, it's only just sort of popped up. Um, and that was with the, uh, oh, what's the name of the system you yeah, used? Yeah, so, yeah, again, back to the point, I, I studied biomechanics for a few years. Um, was fortunate enough to work with a lot of, um, first went to the States and, and worked with one of the, the bike fit gurus over there. Then was picked up by Cannondale to work privately for, for that company. Also worked quite a lot with Shimano and some other guys from Sky as well. So I learned a lot very, very quickly from top mechanics and top guys working with them, physios, coaches. So that took a few years. That's when I actually started with the BikeFit program in Club Lysander, uh-huh. which is still going along now. And then, yeah, that's it. So luckily for me, again, it was um, from a sports background. I didn't realize actually how much I knew about <laughs> physical strength and biomechanics already before I started studying this so 
the progression into swimming and cycling and running from there was very easy for that. So yeah, very big bonus in my back pocket, should we say. That's remarkable. That's remarkable. Um, I mean, obviously, the future is a little bit unclear at the moment. Club La Santa is closed, but um, obviously, you are accepting and working with clients now. Um, we can put people in touch with you at any point. Is that correct? You're happy to yeah. talk to people now? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking on athletes as, as, as they come along, and, and that's it. I'm open to work with people from most all levels of, of triathlon. I would, I would be happy to work with people from just single sports as well. It doesn't have to be a, a, okay. a triathlon background or a, a triathlon focus. Um, I'm looking just to, to get people to contact through the, the Just Do Try Instagram or the Facebook. Um, I have a training platform set up, but I, for me, I don't necessarily need to have a, um, a website set up. It just be through a direct contact email, and then the information will be sent out to them, the forms to fill in, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera from that point. So I will be yeah, sure to I'm mention. To I'll be sure to mention those and let people know uh, how to yeah. get in touch with you. Ben, that's about our thirty minutes are up. It's been a Perfect. remarkable journey through uh, your history as an athlete, the time at Club La Santa, which is a place I personally love. I've been many, many years and, and hope to return as soon as possible. Uh, good luck with the rest of lockdown and your own training. Yeah. Are you are you planning to race again this year if, if things well, resume? Uh, I, I'm actually racing wise. I'm, I'm I've been doing the virtual races, okay. which I've actually been very very happy with doing. I managed to get top 50 out of 20,000, so I'm Whoa. really, really impressed with that one. Um, yeah, my plan is now hopefully to race in, there's a race in Manchester at the end of July, which hopefully is going to go ahead. They're going to do it probably as a time trial format. Um, that will be an Olympic distance race. And then the main aim now will be 70.3 in Weymouth because I would like to go to the World 70.3 Championships in Utah. Um, 2021 so that's my focus at the moment for that so all eyes focused best of luck with preparation for those it's been a great yeah. to chat to you and catch up and uh, yeah. keep in touch best of luck thanks ben yeah, yeah thanks a lot dan it's been great